Hey everyone, welcome to Beyond Sunday. I'm here with Becky Fitch, who just taught the last weekend of our Fear Not series. Great job teaching the fear of the unknown, something that I think a couple of us might struggle with yeah. from time to time. So, uh, what was, uh, so I didn't even tell you that I was going to ask this, but this just came <laughs> to my mind. What was this week like for you? Because I know mm -hmm. there were moments where you like skipped out on a meeting that I had because you're like, I'm not ready. Uh -huh. So Yeah, well, I said a little bit in my sermon that the past couple of weeks have been uh, anxiety ridden for me as I've been preparing this, I think because of how much I've been wrestling with this topic personally over the last year. Um, but also like there was absolutely some like spiritual warfare, I think, mm -hmm. where there was just kind of like one thing after the other after the other. So my older son Hudson got sick and had like a fever for a few days. Um, my husband Garrett had like a really big work day, mm. uh, the biggest one of the year. And so he had just a lot that he was preparing for and a lot of on his plate all week. Um, I, yeah, I had a lot of moments of just panic and I'm like, I got to cancel this meeting and that meeting and that meeting. And, um, and then my, my, the younger baby Layton, he's been like in a good sleeping groove for a while. And then of course he like starts sleeping bad and is waking up every like two, mm -hmm. two and a half hours. And I'm like, seriously. Um, and then, uh. Yeah, we had just a lot of really challenging circumstances, even with our life group. And so trying to support friends and who are going through hard mm. times as well. Um, and then last night at yeah. the Saturday service, my mic doesn't work when I start the sermon. And so I had to s switch to the handheld and then the fire alarm goes off like 20 mm -hmm. minutes in. And so, yeah, it's been it's been a long, exhausting week, but um, but God's been faithful and uh, it's also been a good weekend. So. I think you were the right person to be preaching when the alarm went off because <laughs> because I think I would have said something I shouldn't have into the microphone right. if I heard it. So I'm glad that it was Well, you. at first I was almost just going to like keep going. And then I'm like, oh, no, wait, we're supposed to evacuate. Yeah. I know this. Okay, well, let's the, go, guys. The microphone shut down when the fire alarm goes off. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyways, if you're not at our Livermore campus on Saturday night, you missed out on <laughs> quite the event. Quite, quite the, yeah, yeah. It was fun. But uh, I, I thought maybe it was because the Cardinals aren't playing good baseball right now and the Cubs are playing such good baseball <laughs> well, that that know, was kind of messing with you a little bit. You just bit. had to go there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, of course. It's okay. It's early in the season. <laughs> Let's see if you stick around yeah, in September. We will. You guys haven't made the playoffs in a few years. So I want to <laughs> talk about <laughs> a little bit more about your actual message. Uh, this, this whole concept of the fear of the unknown, you shared a little bit about your brother at the end and mm -hmm. in the beginning as well um, and how you've processed mm -hmm losing him and the unknown of that. But what are the, some other situations where you feel like you've been called into the unknown mm -hmm. and how did you process that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the first time I remember really wrestling with like a calling into the unknown was, um, I was, it was in between my sophomore and junior year of high school. I'm, um, 16 and, um, I'm, I, my plan for my life was to go into, some somewhere in the sports medicine field mm. do like um study uh physical therapy or athletic training in in college and go to whatever school gave me the biggest soccer scholarship and that was my plan and yeah. i felt i was i actually remember it was a wednesday night at church summer camp and i felt god tell me like hey would you be willing to give up your plan mm. and just trust me in mine and i didn't really have any clarity as to what that plan was i felt like it was something to do with vocational ministry, but I even had no idea what that meant. And so mm. I was like, sure. And um, and so kind of similar maybe to Abraham's experience where there's still a lot of unknown, but just kind of this willingness to be like, okay, I'll let's try it. And um, which is weird because I'm normally not that confident in mm -hmm. making any decisions <laughs> in my life. 
Um, and so, yeah, the, so my last two years of high school, I kind of held on to that calling and I didn't really yeah. talk about it to anyone because I wasn't, I didn't have clarity around it yet. Hmm. Um, but then I had made the decision to go to this Bible college in California and I had never been to California. I had never been to the school, checked it out, but I just had this piece that like, that's where I was supposed to go, wow. which was again, a weird thing because normally I, I want to check it out. I want to see it. I want to feel it. I want to touch it. I'm like right. Thomas and I'm going to doubt until yeah, I can yeah. have the tangible. Um, and, uh, and so I, I ended up visiting the school a week before freshman orientation, just with my dad to like help put my parents' mind at ease because I'm like, Hey, I'm leaving across country. <laughs> Um, did you drive across country with your dad? I did. Wow. No, no, we flew. But okay. then when I moved out there, my brother and my sister drove me out there. And uh, I've driven that trip, St. Louis to LA, like five times. And we just do it straight through. We're a big road tripping family. Yeah. So like 28 hours, how many? How many dad jokes does your dad tell on the way from <laughs> St. Louis to LA? So many. <laughs> your dad's awesome. So many. Uh, <laughs> and he's I, a quiet person. That's kind of like all he says. It's just dad <laughs> it's jokes? It's like quiet 27 of the hours and then interspersed <laughs> in five minutes. Uh-huh. Spot. No, just kidding. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds good. Uh, so who, who or what really helped you as you stepped into those unknown? Mm-hmm. Like was there, was there things like you did some great stuff and we'll get to it in a little bit about promises of God and all that, but were mm-hmm. there like people along that journey or even things that you're like, this is what really helped me as mm-hmm. I stepped into things that I wasn't super sure about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think my mom was the biggest, um, influence in those seasons of my life when I faced the unknown, um, in deciding where to go to school. Um, I feel like I had another time like that when I was, when I, uh, had graduated college and my plan was to move back to St. Louis and, um, and I had made that decision and Garrett and I were dating and I kind of told him, you can follow me to Missouri or it's over. Wow. <laughs> and, um, that worked out real well for right? you. Right? <laughs> and so he's like, I guess I'm moving to Missouri. That sucks. <laughs> um, but uh, it was my mom who said, hey, I actually feel like you need to pray about that more, hmm. um, which is super brave of her to say, you know what? Maybe moving back home isn't what God has for you. And so, and after, you know, praying about that more um I did feel like I was supposed to stay in California and that's ultimately what led me you know to move up to the East Bay and Mm -hmm. to land here at Cornerstone um and so my mom has played a big role in my life and so um I think having someone Mm -hmm. who is wiser than you when Mm -hmm. it comes to the word when it comes to um just their maturity and their walk with God who can help guide you through that like you have to talk to people because the fear of the unknown it's like it's in our minds right Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. we it's we're thinking up scenarios or things or worst case whatevers and so simply the process of getting it out of your mind actually helps lessen the Mm. fear of the unknown and so talking to someone or writing it down or things like that that actually will um help process it in a way that i think is healthy yeah yeah i think so it's interesting you bring that up because i think whether you have, I mean, you were fortunate enough to have your mom mm-hmm. really invest in your life, yeah. but if you don't have a parent who's mm-hmm. just has to do that for you, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, I would echo what Becky just said, that if you don't have someone, find someone. Mm-hmm. And it might take some time, but it doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's 20 years older than you or mm-hmm. whatever. But someone who, like I know the people in my life, obviously my folks are great, but there's other people in my life who... I go to and I have to annoy the crap out of because mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm right. Like, mm-hmm. this is what, what I'm going to do. And yeah. they're like, no, you need to spend more time praying on that mm-hmm. or you need to slow down or I don't think that's the right move yeah. or realize what you have right now. Mm-hmm. 
and sit with that and wrestle with that. It's like, oh, okay. But it usually takes me a while to get there. Totally. But I'm really glad that I've given permission to some people to speak that truth into that, my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. And that I've, well, I guess first that I've identified those people mm-hmm. and then given them permission. So Yeah. And I think that's why community groups are so important. Like I know it's like one of our values and we push community, mm-hmm. but there's a reason it's one right. of our values. Like, like I have I have 12 people in my community group who I would trust that openly too. Mm. And, and so it's even though like, I don't live by my mom anymore and right. yeah we still connect over the phone and like she still has that place in my life my community group has provided mm. another spot for me to have that influence and people who can speak into my life in an honest way um when i'm feeling overwhelmed by fear or the unknowns and so i would encourage you like if you don't have that push through the awkwardness right. and like make it happen and until until you have that community because it yeah. really is it's essential yeah that's huge so you mentioned clarity a couple seconds ago, a couple mm-hmm. minutes ago, maybe. I don't know how long we've been doing this for now. <laughs> but you also talked about it in your message. Mm-hmm. But it, I think you had more you, more mm-hmm. to explain or talk about yeah. there when it came to clarity. It's the beauty of only having 35 minutes for pastors who want to talk for about an mm-hmm. hour and a half every yeah. weekend. So, uh, But how, how do you know when you get clarity because mm-hmm. you talked a lot about clarity mm-hmm. and like getting that clarity and then yeah. moving forward yeah how do you how do you know yeah so i've never heard god speak to me audibly mm-hmm. um typically clarity for me is like a feeling of peace mm. and um and and it honestly i don't think other than um other than i would say that decision to go to college where i felt like this is where i'm supposed to go to college and I hadn't even been there before, but I just knew that was right. it. Other than that, every other moment in my life where I faced unknowns, I didn't receive clarity until after I started walking down a mm. path. And I think so many times we allow our lack of clarity to paralyze us from taking steps forward. Mm. And we even think it's more spiritual, like to be like, well, I'm just not gonna move until sure. God tells me to move. God doesn't work in my life like that. No, like that like if it's if if I don't move until I have clarity, well then that's not faith, right? Like that's mm-hmm. just following directions. Um and so yeah, I think that there's this element of stepping out and stepping into the unknown even when you don't have clarity. And God is a good enough God and a big enough God that that he can guide us and and protect us and even get us back on course if we do make the wrong decision. Right. Um but don't let that lack of clarity paralyze you from taking those steps forward so how do you process then i totally agree with what you just said how do you process then those times where you do step out without clarity or step into the unknown Mm -hmm. without clarity and then you just continue down that journey and there's still not clarity Mm -hmm. you know like you Mm -hmm. you're like all right i'm gonna move Mm -hmm. because god's not saying yes or no yeah so i'm just gonna move forward i feel like there's certain situations in my life where i'm just like I still don't know, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So how do you, how do you process or handle that? Yeah. I, I think for me, one practical thing that's been really helpful with that process is this book called Ruthless Trust by mm. um, Brennan Manning. Ooh. And uh, Brennan Manning's, Brennan Manning's so, so good. good. I love it. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I was just talking with Steve Madsen about, he's like, any, he told our interns, anything you read by Brennan Manning. Yeah. I'm like, no, seriously, Brennan Manning. It's the best. Well, even the story of how he got his name is It's unreal. It's so cool. We Don't, can't get into it now. Spo- but, no spoiler alert. Yeah. Read Brennan Manning. Yes. Um, but this book, Ruthless Trust, where he, he talks about how often in the Christian faith, like we pray for clarity 
And really, we should be praying for more trust because mm. we can keep moving forward without clarity mm-hmm. if we have that confidence and that trust that kind of what I talked about, God is who he is and he's providing for us and he will be in control and and he He is working those things out for our good. Mm-hmm. It gives us this, this confidence, this peace to continue in the unknown, even if it's for a prolonged period of time, right? Um, and so... And so that's been something that I've really wrestled with for so long. I would pray prayers of clarity, like, God, just give me. And I thought that that was, again, was like a spiritual thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. God, just show me. Right. I'll do whatever you want me to do. Just Which tell is, me what it is. We all have those questions. Right? Like, there's more people that I counsel and meet with that yeah. they're like, can you just tell me what to do or what's God telling me to do? Right. And, like, and And so <laughs> I started, I stopped praying prayers of clarity and I started right. praying prayers of trust. And God, help me trust more in you. Help me trust more in you. Um, and that, I think, has been the biggest thing to be able to walk through prolonged seasons Mm -hmm. of uncertainty and be able to do it with a foundation and a, and a stability because I have trust of who God is. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. So uh, this isn't, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but what, uh, you said ruthless trust by Brennan Manning. Were there Mm -hmm. any, obviously scripture was a huge part of your sermon Mm -hmm. content, but what else, were there any other resources that you'd recommend for folks? Yeah. John Orberg has a book called, if you want to walk on water, you've got to get out of the boat. And that's another good one. He goes through Peter's story Hmm. of Jesus walking on water and out to the disciples in the middle of a storm. And and Peter steps out of the boat and actually walks on water. And then he starts doubting and he sinks. And, um, and, and again, it's a, it's a great book about trusting God in the midst of the unknown and taking those steps forward in faith. Um, because of the confidence that we can have in Christ. And so um, both of those books were really good resources for me as I prepped. Awesome. Awesome. I feel like we should ask that question during Beyond Sunday more. Mm -hmm. Like what, there's such good, let's make sure we tell Chris that. Uh, (laughs) Chris, I hope you're watching. Um, All right. Last question that I have for you is Mm -hmm. um, you ended your sermon. You talked about your brother Mm -hmm. and you talked about believing the promises of God. And I'm sure you've wrestled with this. But maybe you've done some Google searches and seen the promises of Mm -hmm. God and you're like, okay, I got to trust these. Mm -hmm. What do you do when you have a difficult time believing the promises of God? Mm -hmm. And what would you, what advice would you have for Mm -hmm. someone? So what I personally do, like I'll just tell you what I personally do. Um, And I did this a lot (laughs) in, in high school and college. I don't do it as much anymore because I have little people in my home that take things. Um, <laughs> my children. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'll actually just write out promises on post-it notes, and I and I um, I I would put them around the door frame of my closet because I would go into my closet all the time, and so it was mm-hmm. a place I would see them often. Um, and and so just one repetition mm-hmm. of seeing them, um, and then I would memorize scripture. Um, there's something about just the habit of memorizing scripture, and it gets in your heart to where when you really need it, it's already there. And I think Mm -hmm. so many times we don't dive into the word and we don't really learn and study and meditate the word. And then we go through these seasons where we have doubt, we have disbelief, we aren't sure how to, you know, proceed. We, our world's been rocked for whatever reason. And, and so studying and memorizing scripture, it should be something we're doing when we're not in those seasons. That way we have that when we do come to those times and we're not just anxiously, you know, doing Google searches or flipping through our Bible, trying to find some encouragement, but that encouragement's already been planted in our soul. Um, And then, and then I've been talking to people. Um, I've been going to counseling and it's been awesome. Mm. It's been so good. Um, And, 
if if you've never done professional counseling before, I want to encourage you to do it. Even do it when you aren't going through like a hard season in life, because yeah. it's just a good practice to get in the habit of knowing how to work through things um, in a, in a way that helps move you forward and helps grow you closer to Christ. And so, um, so I, I've been doing yeah the, the writing, meditating memorizing scripture talking to a professional counselor and then yeah just talking to my family and mm. to garrett and to my mom and my mother-in-law and those significant people in my life um who can help uh help keep me tethered to my anchor right, right? right. when i when i have the tendency to start to drift away mm-hmm. um and so you've got to identify who those people are in your life and like steve said earlier if you don't have those people in your life you got to find them mm-hmm. like be ruthless in mm-hmm. finding that because it's so necessary. Hmm. That's good. I like what you said about counseling there too. I think Chris and I have talked about this on Beyond Sunday before, mm-hmm. but it's becoming more normal or normative mm-hmm. for yeah. people to step into counseling, mm-hmm. and it's which is so healthy because mm-hmm. there's not this weird taboo around counseling right. as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, if you go to counseling, it doesn't mean you're a super messed up person. No. It just means you're saying you're vulnerable enough, which goes back to, mm-hmm. I think, pastor steve's message Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago to say like hey i need help Mm -hmm. which is which is everyone right just not everyone admits it right um and so i think it's a really emotionally intelligent thing to do um Mm. to seek that out yeah that's good uh any last encouragement you'd have for folks as we finish our fear not series coming off your last you're the you're the last message of the weekend or Um, of of the series so yeah i mean i think just a little bit what i talked about towards the end like clinging to Christ because there's so much that at least I've experienced in my own life um, not just with the fear of the unknown but all kinds of fears that it's too overwhelming for me to handle on my own and I was never meant to handle it on my own and um, I think the reason those things can yeah feel burdensome is because their burdens were not meant to carry Mm. and so um, surrendering those to Christ and trusting him with that um, it has to be our starting place yeah amen it's good well, next week we start our new series called yeah. Next Steps, where we're going to go over the five major next steps that we try to help people along in their journey mm-hmm. with Jesus. And I think this Fear Not series was awesome. I heard mm-hmm. so many folks come up to me and just say, man, this is exactly what I needed. And I think the same is going to be true for the next series, that people's lives are going to be radically changed each and every single week of that mm-hmm. series and the conversations that are going to follow that series. So or those weeks. So I hope you'll join us. Hope you'll bring some friends, family members, coworkers, all of that. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I can't I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but other than that, that's a wrap for Beyond Sunday for the last week of Fear Not. Thanks so much for joining us. We love you. We'll see you soon. <laughs>